Stupid Wizards Actual People contains content for adults. Content warnings can be found in episode descriptions. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Stupid Wizards Actual People, a tabletop role-playing improv podcast. My name is Derek Dix, and I'm playing Vincent Graybane. Vincent is a swashbuckling monster hunter rogue who's realizing maybe he could do a little better at listening to women. I'm Josh Matney. I play Kellen Graybane, a monster hunting warlock who postulates that the fallout from this dinner is not going to go well. My name is Elizabeth Ryan. I play Willow, the warforged fighter, and Willow, turns out, likes coffee. Hmm. And hello, my name is Drew Burton. I'm a little concerned because I just heard a grown man taking a shit cackle uncontrollably. (laughs) It feels good sometimes, you know? (laughs) I was watching TikTok. (laughs) As you should. Yeah, what else are you going to do when you're sitting in there? You can't because you're banned on TikTok. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, fun fact about Drew, he's banned on TikTok for no discernible reason. Hey, I had an account for like three whole days, and they're like, you're banned. I was like, what did I do? I've never posted. Like, you're banned. I'm like, okay, cool. Neat. Hey, guys, this is episode 20. Oh, shit. Yeah, it kind of worked out really well. Like, this is episode 20. It's a big, like, milestone episode, and it's a milestone, like, in the story and of the number. Yep. I'm going to say I planned it that way. I think I'm you a did. fucking brilliant man. You're so, you're a mastermind. Elizabeth. Oh, last time. Yeah. Last time we were at the college after the fight and Quinn and his guards came up and started questioning us. We explained our theories behind the attack on the college and what happened to us so far. Um, We are escorted to the garrison and we suggest we use speak with dead on Michael's head. (laughs) How'd that go? Well, a zone of truth was cast, and Quinn actually asked Kellen if he killed his guild members. It went great. He um, dismissed the question and apologized, and then we turned to questioning Michael. Not to get too into it, but we do we are able to corroborate our claims about the spear and Tabitha. Um, Yeah, it was successful. It was super successful. Great success. Great success. And then we all are in agreement that we need to prepare for Tabitha and Silas to show up. So Quinn dismisses us, tells us to go home. So we go to the Greybane's house and prepare for the ensuing feelings. Mm. And a lot of awkward stuff happens, y'all. Edward and Kellen discuss career choices and research and... Uh, Cinny and Vinny don't discuss anything at all. I didn't realize all. their names rhymed until just now. It's like he did it on purpose. Um, God damn, Drew. <laughs> very Her real full name is Sincent. <laughs> <laughs> A very awkward dinner happens after that. Willow actually is able to launch into her backstory a bit. And because of that, that introduces the discussion of how uh, gods die. Edward kind of tells us how there are different ways to how they 
die and how to kill them. And um, suspicions begin to arise surrounding Willow's backstory. We learn that Saloon's adversary is Shar, the Lady of Night. At that point, Cinny offers Willow a change of clothes because her dress is super ratted and tatted from the travel. And while she's changing, Vincent and Kellen uh, think that or they go outside, they talk, and they think that Willow is being used by the worshippers of Shar. We hear a scream and see Senny looking at Willow's journal opened on the page of Kellen drawn as a demon. And that's where we left that episode. Devil. Devil. A devil. <laughs> All right, so Senny, I'm going to look at Kellen because we just see Senny looking at a page of... Uh, well, we just burst in from outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... And you I burst guess, from the bathroom. Yeah, I'm I'm like, ooh, I was hoping that wouldn't happen, seeing that journal page. Uh, so I'm going to So yeah, your mom is on her knees, like, like, openly weeping in terror at what? this. And then your dad is like, his, like, pipe clatters from his hand, and he's, like, staring at you as you, like, guys burst from the door. And he's, like, just white. I guess my like, first shock. Can I see the book? Yeah. From where we from where we enter, yeah, or, her book, or, her journal book is open on the floor. Did but in I the show kitchen, you right? guys? So like, yeah, yeah, you drew it in I, front of us. Do I know? Like, I mean, can I You've see it from where I am? You've seen the pictures. So like, it's not like clear as day, but you can buy. Like, you're like you person. Your dad looks scared. Your mom's crying on the floor. You look around. You survey, survey the scene. You look at, and from a distance, you can't really like see the picture in great detail, but you know what they're looking at. Okay. Like she showed you the image. Like it's like, oh, here's a full double page drawing of you. Yeah. As a devil. Well, I think I I ah. burst in immediately. Like I'm like shouting like what's wrong, but I think I'll, I'll it gets cut off when I realize mm-hmm. what they're looking at. Yeah, I pulled the blade from my pocket. I assume you came in with like your blade drawn, yeah, like ready to go. I'm like scanning the room to see. I'm fully assuming Tabitha's here. Yeah, or some shadow yeah. demon is attacking, or something yeah. is happening. So I'll scan the room and then notice the the journal and i'm like oh god jesus i thought somebody was being murdered in here i think i'm like just frozen in place like i don't know how to react or or say or like anything to say necessarily because of their reaction i'll walk across the room and i'll grab a glass of wine or something that was left on the table and drink it and swoop down and pick up the journal and look at it kind of take in what they were looking at Mm mm-hmm I take it this means something to you guys, <clears throat> and I'll your, throw it on the table. Your mom kind of is like, like, she looks away, like, she can't physically, like, look at you guys. She kind of, like, will avert her gaze, and your dad will, like, very quickly, because you've never seen him, like, shocked or surprised. Like, your dad's always very much, like, even when, like, the guy was in his office trying to cleaver his head open to get to his brain, he was like, that's a Tuesday, you know. He very much, like, you see him, like, in this pale shock, he'll, he'll very quickly recover, when he like realizes you guys are here and seeing it, he'll bend over. He'll pick up his pipe. He'll kind of dust it off a little bit, make sure none of the embers fell out, and he'll actually go to relight it. He'll be like, "So, uh, when did this happen?" Oh, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, He's like, you don't. I, I, remember, I'm, I'm there's fine. a picture. I'm, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Uh, everything's I, fine. I think I refill the glass from the decanter in the kitchen, and I want to walk around the table and sit in Dad's chair. <laughs> and prop my feet oh, up on the table. Fucking power move. <laughs> I love it. I'll kind of sip from the glass and I'm like, well, it definitely seems like you guys know something about this. So I'm I'm sure they're just shocked. Like, about a picture they've never seen before of you. I mean, I was shocked when I first saw it. So I'm it it everything's fine. 
It's fine. Uh, I believe that's Willow's book. If you want to give that back to her, I look at my dad because I think he's the, oh, yeah, no, the mom had it right. Willow, do you want to tell him she what dro- prompted she, you to she draw she this? Dropped it. Like he picked it up and like he'd said it on the table last when it happened. Do you want to fill them in on what prompted you to draw this? I Willow's like the kid that's over <laughs> at a, a sleepover and the parents are yelling at their kids. <laughs> and he's like, oh, this is awkward. <laughs> oh, damn, I love Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> I pray to Saloon for insight into the power behind Kellen's magic, and this is the vision that I was given. Do you seem to study gods quite a bit, Dad? That's what you do at the college. Why do you think Saloon would show this to Willow? Clearly, she was answering a question What fuels Kellen's magic? Well, I mean, there there we go, I guess. uh, It was very evident that Kellen had no knowledge of this. We do not know. Usually, I would assume, usually a deal has to be made in order for this to happen. And Kellen had no knowledge. So how can he make a deal without a knowledge happening? It's an astute observation. He'll go over to your mom and like kind of like help her up off the floor. And he'll be like, can you give me... Just a minute. I'm going to help your mother to bed. She's very upset. She's muttering something about being sorry under her breath. You hear as she kind of gets brought past you. And he'll like go to, they'll go in the room. A minute or two later, he'll come I think out I and go to door. object her going to bed, but mm-hmm. I let it happen. I think I'm just still saying like, it's fine. I'm fine. Like as I hear her saying she's sorry, like I don't, I don't know why she's saying that she's sorry necessarily like i have suspicions sort of maybe maybe trying to think does does kellen have suspicions yet i don't think like he knows the time frame i feel like if vincent's piecing it together like yeah kellen should have already figured it out kellen has an i has suspicions like there's no logical reason they would have that reaction for something they would have no idea about something you just learned about like that that doesn't make any sense at all they know it was just a picture that yeah. willow was drawing mm-hmm. why would they have that reaction if it wasn't something that they had knowledge of so as she's saying that she's sorry and and being ushered out of the room kellen is still standing by saying just like it, i'm fine it's fine but there is definitely like there's something under his expression like a of a, a, a very hurt and acknowledging there's just something that, like, you can tell, yes, he's saying he's fine, but there's something underneath the surface that he's realizing things are not fine. And there's suspicions that he didn't want to, like, believe could be true are seemingly, they're looking like they're true now. He's fine. Who made the deal? I think we should probably focus more on the god-killing weapon and Tabitha and everything else that's going on, I don't think that... I mean, we our focus should be on that. Well, and not if you can't control it. Yeah, I think this seems pretty relevant to... I'm fine, Vincent. It's not whether you're fine or not. It's whether you are in control of your ability to protect or hurt other people. And then at this point in time, the door will shut. Your dad has come back out of the room. He's got your mom in bed. And he comes over, and he will... I'll stand up. Yeah, he'll go to his... He'll, he'll go over, like, to, like, this his little, like, side table, and he'll 
scoop another thing of tobacco in his pipe and he'll pack it. He won't be saying anything. He'll just be packing his pipe. Also, the side table is a little like rosewood box. He'll pop it up and it'll be like a little decanter of some kind of like golden liquid, some kind of like the booze that you don't touch because it's dad's like special yep. booze. He'll pour himself a glass and he'll set three more glasses down and he'll pour them and he'll put them on the table. I'll stand up. Here you go. He's like, I'll take my seat. Okay. And he'll sit back down at his seat and he'll motion to the glasses if you want to take nope. a drink of his. He'll kind of shrug, light his pipe, and he'll take a drink and he'll be like, okay. Well, as I always like to say, it's going to be true this time, I suppose. I'm an open book. What do you want to know? You're, <laughs> you're an open book? That yeah. That's your reaction? That... That's how you're going to handle this as just a cool, calm, collected person. I mean, I, I don't think I'm getting fine. upset is going to be helping. Anything. Everything's OK, but clearly something's not OK and you're perfectly fine. Well, there's nothing that can be done about it at this point in time. There's nothing that can be done about it. About what, Dad? Why don't you start at the beginning? OK, he'll stand up again. He'll go over to his office. He'll come back. It'll come back with a little journal, like a little leather journal. He'll open it up and he'll take like a little uh, portrait out. And he'll set it down, and it's a portrait. It's like a little live drawing, like equivalent, like a snapshot picture, right? And it will be him as a young wizard. Uh, you'll actually see your uncle um, with a big grin in his face and like a kind of like rudimentary gun, like slung over his back. You'll actually see your mom. She has like a uh, like a, a short bow, and she's like in like a leather garb. She's like an adventuring garb, but you've never seen anything like that on her before. Um, and then some other person that you don't know is like. So, uh, this was me and your mother back before we settled down. We were adventurers. You asked a question where they got their adventuring from. I guess Is it does. Is this the first time we're learning of this at all? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, you did lie, even though you're an open book. Yeah, I'm an open book about most things. Uh, I need to get better at my insight. <laughs> For investigators, you all need to get better at your insight from the sounds of it. So, um, this was our last outing. We didn't know. That your mother was pregnant. So, uh, we found out after, right after this, we had a, a job to hunt down a necromancer that had been stealing bodies from a cemetery. Uh, we found him. That's our friend Archie. Uh, he didn't survive the encounter. And your mother, sorry, we were pregnant with your brother. You were staying with your grandparents. I said pregnant. Didn't want to get confusion. There wasn't. We'd had a kid. With your brother. Back before we settled down. Uh, we were on the road a lot. You're probably too young to remember. A lot of late night stays with your grandparents. Your mother didn't know she's pregnant at the time. Otherwise we wouldn't have been out. She took a stray bolt of necrotic energy from the necromancer. Didn't know it had done anything. Had Vincent use... Always a little sickly, but um, it would get progressively worse as a couple of months went on um, after he was born. Um, We found out there was some kind of necrotic energy um, attached to, I guess, like his life force. And there was nothing anybody could do. No doctors, no clerics, um, nothing. So I had just recently taken position at the college, um, so I dove into my research trying to find some kind of divine intervention so i i looked i didn't find anything so i went the opposite direction i found a ritual i summoned a devil 
devils make deals. And the deal was simple. It was... They needed the soul of a Greybane. I, of course, immediately assumed it was going to be me or your mother. We were both willing and able. So, of course, we jumped at it. Our soul for our sons. Just said a Greybane. <laughs> How did you know it was Kellen? <laughs> well, the deal was struck. Uh, Vincent got better. We didn't see anything. Everything was fine. Until uh, one day, the boys burned down the shed. They swore up and down they had nothing. I did a little bit of magic, was able to rewatch the scene, and I saw Kellen fire gouting from his hands. He never really picked up my aptitude for magic, so while he slept, I took a bit of his blood and had it examined. Some, you know, pretty standard stuff. Some traces of sulfur, demonic, well, devilish energy. That's what I knew. Then I I summoned the devil, devil again to ask him about it. He told me it was done, the deal was done, nothing could be done. I right. could I could take it back, and then Vincent would be dead. So I said, no. And that's it. I don't know why powers are manifesting within you. Because he asked for your soul, but when I had you examined, you have your soul. They didn't take it. It's like they left something there. That incident ever, nothing ever like that happened again, so I thought that maybe it'd be fine. But I wasn't going to kill Vincent, so I wasn't going to unmake the deal. So pragmatic. Would you like me to call him? Do you want Do you want the taint removed? No. Because it's, it's my job, right? Protect Vincent. Keep Vincent alive. That's all I've ever done. I've always looked out for him. Oh, look out for your brother. Do this. It's why I left to go find him. To make sure he was okay after he left. Because after he was gone, you guys didn't even... I mean, it's not like I was here. I mean, I was here, but it's not like you cared that I was here. All you cared about is Vincent. And now, of course, Vincent coming back, that's the, the happiest that I've ever seen mom in the last six years. You haven't seen your mom in the last four years. Yeah. Okay. So we were distant. It's hard. All right. Have you ever, have you ever, have you ever damned somebody you loved and had to look at them every single day? Their mistake, staring you back every single day. Kellen, how many people have died because of you? I don't know. How many people have died because of their choice? There are three graves I saw you standing at. Earlier, did you kill him or did the devil? I'm staring at Edward. They were my friends. I wouldn't have killed them. At least I didn't think I would. But I don't. I don't know. Everything about me has been a lie my whole life. I don't. I've been this way since I was a kid. And and you knew. You knew about it. But then I go off and try to become an adventurer. And then I'm not going to unmake your deal if that's what you're worried about. I love my brother more than more than anyone. And at least I think that's my choice and not something that I was told that I had to do. I will keep him safe. But you damned me. Yes. It wasn't intentional, but I did. There's no apology to be had here. I offered what I thought was mine or your mother's soul to save our son. I was tricked. Something that I live with. 
I've dedicated a large portion of my life to trying to find out how to get out of this. Without killing your brother, without damning your brother, I can't. So I damn one son or I damn the other. Yes, it's my mistake for you to bear. I can... I can feel her in my, in my head. Always. In the back. It never goes away. At what point... At what point will... Is she going to take over? Am I going to cease to be? I don't I know. I can't let that happen. I got to keep Vincent safe. I have all this shit going on right now. And then... <sighs> I don't know who she is. I didn't make a deal with a female. The devil who I made a name with, who I made a deal with, was named Cantrell. I'm not an expert in devil dialogy, but fairly certain it was a male. Well, <laughs> he'll 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 go back in the journal where he pulled the photo out, and he'll pull out like a piece of parchment that's like folded over. When he unfolds it, it is a devil circle. He's like, if you'd like to talk to him, here's his summoning circle. I did not make a deal with a female devil. I don't know why there is a piece of devil in you. They asked for a graybane soul. I thought I was just going to die and go to hell. I'll snatch the paper and make for the door. My eyes don't leave, Edward. You leave. And I'm going to leave. I think there'll be a couple beats. And again, without looking away, Willow, could you follow him? I'll nod and follow Kellen outside. And I think as the door closes, I stand up. I understand that you thought you were doing the right thing, but keeping it from him was the absolute worst thing you could have ever done. I'm going to walk into my room and grab the rapier, and I'm going to just leave out the front door. And door. as you're leaving, he's going to be like, yeah, turns out I am a Greybane. We're really good at running. I'll fling the door open and walk out. I, as soon as I'm out the door, I'm immediately reaching out to the voice in my head and asking, who are you? A prisoner. I'm sure you heard everything that just happened. Yes. Who are you? His daughter. I'm, I'm just walking aimlessly. I mean, it's aimlessly, but I'm, I'm heading towards like, and you said we live like right on the outskirts, right? Mm -hmm. So... Like an open field. Yeah. You're right next to a bunch of open fields. It's kind of like the dirt. It's, <laughs> it's everywhere. I'm going to straighten out the piece of paper. Because mm -hmm. I'm sure I crumpled it as I... Not like crumpled it, but like... Yeah, no, as you... Smooth it, 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 like, it out. Yeah, as you... You crumpled it, but as you like unfold it, it it's... Look, it's like it wasn't even... Like he had it folded and crammed in a journal for years. It's like it's completely seamless. It's a perfect piece of paper. I don't know if it has instructions on how to use it or whatnot, but I'm sure doesn't. I'm assuming that it's a deal with the devil, so I'm assuming that if I like give it some blood and, and probably touch the seal, then it's probably going to work. That's my that's my thought process on that. I've seen I've researched a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. I'll nick my finger or like nick my the palm of my hand and I'll As you go to you seal. go to you go to nick you go to like cut your hand and like you're stopped, you physically can't do it. And you hear your blood's not pure. It's not going to work. Also, this is a field. Walk to where two roads intersect. I will... Do I see this happening? You see him, like, stop in a field. Like, because you're a little bit behind him. Like, yeah. you know. And then, like, he's talking to himself, so it's not like you're mm -hmm. watching somebody interact with him. Sure. I will continue walking to a crossroads. Okay. When you get... And then, Willow, are you, like, trying to catch up to him, or are you just, like, kind of observing and staying back? Um, 
like, I'm going to, like, I guess, like, I want to be far enough back to, like, give him his own space, but I definitely want to be close enough that, like, if something bad happens, I can go in and help protect him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, I'm sure he, he'll he know that I'm there, but I'm not, like, Do you actively... notice somebody following you? No. Oh, okay. Then, so, that's... yeah. Okay, so you're just, like, within, like, sight distance, not, like, like right yeah. up on him? Yeah. Okay, so on your way to, like, you know, like, you're, there's a country road right by there. You just walk towards another cross, another road that crosses it, whatever. And on your way, as you, like, can see the, the roads coming up, you blink, and you were probably, like, 100 yards from the roads where they intersect. You blink, and then all of a sudden, you are standing at the crossroads, and in your hand is, like, a ground squirrel, and it's, like, kind of squirming. I will cut it. Okay, you'll just stab the ground squirrel really quickly. Yeah. And it gives you a little, gives you some blood. Yeah. The fuck is a ground squirrel? Like a chipmunk. Oh. Okay. They're like burrow, they're like little like rodents. Like, like a Never chipmunk. even heard of those. Continue. Sorry. Yeah, so you just, so then it kind of, the paper just kind of, like you laid on the crossroads, the paper just kind of drinks the blood. The circle will light up, and then a red smoke will rise from the paper and then slowly take the form of a red-skinned devil glowing yellow eyes and he's like Contreal at your service it'll do a deep bow no baby Craybane, the cage how are you feeling today and for the first time in a very long time you feel like because you you say like you don't need to know you're possessed but you kind of always you told you that you felt a presence right like there's something there's no presence there's no presence you don't feel anything he's like she can't hear you. We can talk freely. She says she's your daughter. Oh, she was. Ambitious little bitch was going to take my throne. <sighs> Couldn't have that. But the... <laughs> but the deal... The deal was a... Uh, the deal a was soul my soul. To be used as a cage. A human soul. Not just human. No, orcish. Any mortal soul actually has a lot of power packed in a little package. I needed something to cage her. Keep her away. I can't kill her. That looks bad for business. To what? To what do you mean to what? So, so what happens? Well, she stays in her cage. Her cage goes about its life. Her cage eventually dies. Gets sent to hell. Where it is trapped for eternity. I.e. she is trapped on a different plane of hell than mine. And... I don't have to worry about her. Problem solved. Really unfortunate for the cage, but... Eh. Fortunate for Th- me. Them's the breaks, right? Them's the breaks. So, not only was I a, a pawn from, from my family, but I'm just a pawn in your game also. No, 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 you misunderstand. You're a pawn in the grand scheme because most people are. Your parents were too stupid to realize they were playing a game. And as long as... And as long as she stays caged, my brother is fine. Well, I mean, that was a deal that I made. I mean, the corruption that has rotted his soul, I, I've removed it. If you break your side of the deal, or your father's side of the deal, really, if that gets broken, well, then the rot goes back where it came from. Although it's, it's festering pretty bad, the rot. I mean, it'd be a very gruesome way for your brother to go. And what he'd come back as, ooh, necromancy is gross. Did you have any other questions you want to... I mean, did you have a deal? I mean, you don't have a lot to offer, but that person following you intrigues me. I turn around and... Do you see Willow like stand out of field? <laughs> <laughs> Willow, Willow waves. 
I don't. Do I see the devil? Yes. You oh see, shit! You see the devil? Like you saw? Well, he saw you saw him put a piece of paper down and like this devil's. It's being summoned to the material plane right now. So yes, you see I'm just it. Just like I'm, I'll wave and I'll be like, I'll like point to the devil and I'm like, cut my throat gesture. Like, do you need me to come help you? Is this gonna happen? A fight need to happen? I'm here for you. That's all just in like two gestures. <laughs> it's all I work. It's, it's, to, it's, it's sort of like, hi there, Willow here. That's <laughs> well, just how it is, I guess. As I said, them's the breaks, kid. Now, of course, you could try to find a way to oust my daughter from your soul without breaking your deal. You find some alternative means to get her out, but then you're going to have a really angry devil that you've, that's been trapped inside of you for a long time. She's not going to be happy with you, even though it's not technically your fault. And what about all those fun blast, blast, pow, pows you've been doing? She goes away, so do they. Let's see. Your brother, dashing, swashbuckling rogue, graceful fighter. What are you without your past, past, blah, blahs? I gave you a gift. My daughter is awesome powerfully. She's got the good juice in her. My juice. Why would you want to get rid of that? So you're going to hell. Give it a couple millennium, you'll be running that place, right? You can work your way up the ranks. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Make something of yourself. Is there a way to end this? Like, in in him being here? Oh, yeah, just fold the paper up. That's all I gotta do is fold the paper up. Or you can ask me to leave politely. No, I'm... Josh was talking to Drew! <laughs> I think it's way better Kellen asking. <laughs> I mean, if you want the conversation to be over, I'll happily go. I like the air up here. If you ever want to talk, feel free. Give me a call. If you ever want to make a deal, definitely give me a call. I'll fold the paper up. But that's rude. It'll <laughs> <laughs> disappear. Willow, you see Kellen, as soon as he folds the paper up, a column of flame, a flame erupts from him. It only lasts for a second. And Kellen, you are seething and she is just screaming in the back of your head. Like, you only lose a couple seconds, but she is furious. And, like, there's a the road. Like, it's just two dirt roads. It is a black circle. It has been burned away. The paper just is sitting there perfectly fine, though. Fell to my knees in pain, probably. Yeah. It wasn't pleasant. I'll go up to check if he's all right. very, very angry. You feel her seething. I'll ask why. She doesn't respond to you. You have a feeling she doesn't like her dad. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of daddy issues in this one. I think I just stay kneeling there for a moment. And you said you're coming up to. Mm-hmm. Also, you stormed out, so you don't know which way they went, but you see a pillar of flame in the night sky. Uh, I wonder if where they went. <laughs> I'll just check Kellen to make sure he isn't hurt. He seems fine. I mean, he's not okay. He's not he's okay, seen, but he's fine. He's not hurt. Okay. Physically. Well, it doesn't look like that thing hurt you. No. I am. Sorry that your parents made a decision for you without your control. They took away something very important, and I'm sorry that that happened, and I'm sorry that they won't even apologize to you for it. You don't have to say anything. We should probably find Vincent, though, and I'll help him up. Um, He is hot to the touch. Like, almost burns your flesh when you touch him. I don't have flesh. I've got no flesh, but I can register the It is heat. uncomfortable to pick him up. Uh, yeah, we should 
we should find Vincent. Um, I'm sure that after I left, things didn't get any better. Not that they could get much worse. Yeah, that was an awful lot of feelings that happened. <laughs> How? We're, wait, but at the same time, you were avoiding feelings as a family. It was so confusing. Yeah, uh, um, uh, Willow, she go go get Vincent. I'll. I cannot I, leave you alone, Vincent. I just, I Send have to. I gotta go. Uh, I'm just gonna go check on the. Um, I'm gonna go check that the the staff is still fine, and I'll I'll meet back up with you guys in just in a moment. I'd like to roll an insight check. Are you lying? <laughs> not exactly. Give me a deception check because not exactly is a yes. I got an, I, I got an eighteen insight. I got a natural twenty. <gasps> He's gonna go check on the staff. I'm sorry, the shaft. <sighs> I just I just need a moment. I. I know, but Vincent told me to go check on you, and I promised I'm, I'm him, and I know you're fine, I can see that, but I I don't like having two people tell me two different things to do. Well, I'm going to have more feelings, and I know you don't really care for those right now, so I just need a moment to kind of collect myself. Okay, well, where can I find you? I will be at the guardhouse. Okay. The I'll, garrison. I'll tell Vincent, and I, I'll, like, leave. To go find Vincent. What's Vincent doing? Has he decided his debate, his internal debate? So you're out. You like you like walked out to like the front steps of your house, like the house. You're like storming off. You do see a pillar of flame off to the east. I'm gonna go towards the garrison. Okay. You start going towards the garrison. You walk the opposite direction of the garrison to get out to your field. So Vincent is going to arrive at the garrison first, just a few minutes ahead of you. So we're going to go ahead and do yeah, that. I'm going to try and sneak into the garrison. Okay. It's going to be a stealth check, Mr. Rogue. Uh, dirty 20. Yeah. Nobody seems to notice you sneak in. You've snuck into places before. I'm going to try to find wherever they put Michael's belongings or body or wherever that might be. There's an infirmary, which would probably have a morgue. It's pretty. But yes. Yeah, I'll head that way then. Pretty organized. I'm specifically trying to find whatever that coin or medallion is that he was talking about. Oh, the thing on his body? Circle. Yeah. Was, he said a circle. Yes. Right? Yeah, you'll get into the morgue. It's So it's a skeleton crew right now. Not literal skeletons or anything like that. That'd be cool, though. You do see on the other side of the garrison, like, you snuck in on this side. It wasn't super hard. The other side of the garrison where, like, the soldiers and they assume the vault is housed is crazy busy. So this side is, like, kind of unmanned. But you're looking at, they really did, like, put all the guards, like, watching this staff because of what's been happening. So you don't have to contend with many guards, just a couple of, like, night shift people walking around. You get into the morgue, um, you'll find a couple of fresh bodies. You'll see a body that's pretty charred without a head and a big gaping hole where its heart should be. It's pretty blackened skin. Is there, like, a table that has whatever belongings were found on the body? So all he seemed to really have on him was... Like his cleaver and his clothes, and his clothes were burned away. So you have like a shitty big meat, like oversized meat cleaver that's been kind of like just charred. The handle's like kind of falling off as a wooden handle, like just kind of, you know, pegged to a uh, steel piece of big chunk of steel, basically. But give me an investigate check. Uh, 13. Okay. So you do check around, like you see all the only thing in the belongings tray next to the, the table that his body is on is the cleaver. But you do remember that he said on his body... So you physically just kind of like pat down yeah. the body. And as you go over his left shoulder, you feel it's like his skin is a charred, like picture like you took a piece of meat and left it on the grill for way too long. 
But you feel under that thing, you feel something hard and circular under his shoulder. I'll pull out my knife and dig it out. Okay. There is a small, probably about the size of like a dollar coin, bronze coin with intricate like triangle, triangular geometric shapes carved into it. I'll grab it and sneak back out. Okay. As you are sneaking out, you see Kellen approaching the front gate. Kellen, there are two guards on duty. Four guards. They've doubled the guard. There's four guards on duty. Oh, we weren't expecting you till the morning. I need to talk to Quinn. Yeah, I think he's in his office. Uh, do you mind? And they hold up like a piece of paper, like a scroll to you. And they touch it to you and a blast of light kind of like shoots through you. Like, yep, no illusions. You're good. You want me to walk in? Yeah. I go to Quinn's office. Okay, yeah. Quinn's there. It's a, uh, like the hallway's dark. There's just some like candlelight flittering out from underneath his door for him. I don't think I knock. I just walk in. And he looks up. He's obviously tired. He's been going through some kind of scroll work. And he's like, uh, Kellen, yeah, what can I do for you? I thought we were meeting up in the morning. I need to, I need to make a deal. What does that mean? I killed eight people in an inn on the road from Woodsman to Rashala. I killed another person in a jail cell in Rashala Port. I killed a countless people, countless pirates on a ship out to sea from Rashala. I killed a priest in the church that we escaped uh, from one of the one of Tabitha's traps. And I also killed Leo, Jess, and Marn. I'm telling you all this, and I will accept full punishment as long as you guarantee me that I will die. That's it. So, wait, you're... Okay, um... That is my confession. Okay, um... I'm going to take you to a holding cell. Um, you are under arrest for the murder of a number of people, it sounds like. Um, we'll have to suss out what is... Because you said pirate ship to me. I heard something going on with the pirate ship with somewhere in your story, so that would be self-defense, so those won't be admissible, but we'll... We'll go over these other ones. Um, I'm going to take you to a holding cell. Um, he like just seems kind of taken aback. He obviously hasn't slept for a long time. Yeah. Okay. Um, please come with me. He'll like, put his hand on your arm and kind of lead you down um, some cells. I have your word. Um, I will do everything in my power. Yes. Fine. Okay. Willow, what are you doing? I was looking for Vincent. So I was heading back towards the house. Okay. Yep. Uh, the house, the lights are all off of the house. Do I see any sign of Vincent? He gone. Yeah, he left. Mm. I'm going to go back to the, I'm going to go to the garrison because okay. that's where Kellen said he was going to be. And I'm going to tell him that I can't find Vincent. Like, I can't find him. Don't know where he is. So I'm going to go <laughs> to the garrison. What's Vincent doing? <laughs> I think I'm going to go to, I think Vincent's going to go to the edge of town. Um, there's like a small little, it's not like a forest, but like a gathering of trees where Kellen and I would go and play. And I think on the edge of it, I'm going to pull the coin out of my pocket. And I have no idea how to activate it because I have no sort of magical ability whatsoever. But I think I'll hold it in front of me and I'll go, Tabitha, I want to speak with you. You don't sound like Michael. No, Michael's dead. We ripped his heart out. Did you kill the shadow creature? 
I don't know. I wasn't there, to be honest with you. I mean, it's kind of overkill. You just had to kill the... Sh- he was already dead. Wasn't there. Just had to kill the shadow, but that, I mean... It seemed like whatever he gr- did, though, that pissed seems Willow grotesque. off, so... How was Willow doing? And you and your brother? What do you want with Willow? I just want my shaft. <laughs> don't we God all? Damn it, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I assume it's somewhere near Brayfall, or there's some answers in Brayfall, because I just kind of sent out scouting parties, and bad luck you caught Michael again. I don't know exactly what you're wanting, or what your plan is. Just the shaft, and maybe your uncle's number. <laughs> I want a shaft in his uncle's number, too. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> you're not going to hurt Willow. I don't have orders to hurt Willow. You're not going to use her? I'm not going to do anything to Willow. I will do everything in my power. Unless she stops me from getting what I to want. To stop you from hurting her in any way. Great. I literally have one job. Who that job is? I'm sure you've pieced it together by now. Assemble a spear. Pass it off to the person in charge. Is that Char or somebody above you? Hmm. You found our lady's name. But I'm not going to hand it personally. It was like I know her. Her champion. I don't know what the champion intends to do with the spirit. That's not how this works. It's called compartmentalization. My job, get the spear. If you get in my way, I'll disembowel you. If you don't get in my way, guess what? You're fine. The shaft is here in Brayfall. I'll see you when you get here, and I'll, like, just chuck the coin. Okay. All right. Josh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I need you to do me a big favor. Mm Mm-hmm. I need you to say these words into the microphone, okay? I need you to say, okay, Willow, let's go. Okay, Willow, let's go. Says Kellen to you as you were walking up to the garrison. Wait, Kellen is there? Yeah, he's leaving the garrison. Oh, Kellen, I came to I came to tell you I couldn't find Vincent. He wasn't at home. And he starts walking. Well, do you know where he is? You hear Willow ask you, do you know where he is? And in the back of your head, he said... And that only took 90 seconds. I still have 30 more. What did you do? Brush your hands off. You have a little commander on them. Stupid Wizards Actual People is Drew Burton as the DM, Derek Dix is Vincent Graybane, Josh Matney is Kellen Graybane, and Elizabeth Ryan is Willow the Warforge. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at SWATPod or TikTok at Stupid Wizards Podcast. And check out our bonus content on our Patreon at patreon.com slash stupidwizardsactualpeople. You can find all those links and more at our website, stupidwizards.com. Episodes are released bi-weekly with the next new episode on February 19th. Thank you so much for listening.